Owning an investment property can be challenging, but it doesn't have to be. At Heritage Realty Property Management, they handle the challenges for you, ensure it's rented, maintained, and gets the highest return possible, while you just collect the check. With over 50 years experience, you can trust Heritage Realty to provide the property care you want and rental knowledge you need. Visit HeritageRealtyKnox.com to connect with the team more landlords trust. Heritage Realty. We treat your property as if it were our own. Eric Kane, fire that baby up, if you would, please. Got some excited people on the lines right now. People who want to play the game. People who want to have something to do on Sunday, Saturday, Sunday September the 4th. Saturday, Friday, Thursday. It's going to be a huge just four or five-day stretch for you seeing that Tennessee opens up that Thursday against Ball State. Ooh, Will West, that's Sports Jeopardy. For our first-time listeners of the returners, the refreshers, let them know. How do we play the game on TSL? Here's how Sports Jeopardy works. We need two callers right now at 656-9900. Each contestant's going to get a 100-point Sports Jeopardy question, a 200-point Sports Jeopardy question, then a final Sports Jeopardy question where you can bid with the points you've accumulated in the first two rounds. Contestant with the highest point total at the end of final Sports Jeopardy going to be the winner. Tyler Ivins, tell them what the win. Yes or no, you're going to put down 49 and a half over under wings consumed on Sunday, September 4th. Oh, uh, definitely over. Well, that's about the number. That's about the number. So, uh, but I'll, uh, here's the thing because you mentioned it, I'll go over on purpose. Eric Kane, your number is set at 34 and a half wings consumed on Sunday, September the 4th. <laughs> no chance. Way under. Way under. That's about the number, though. I'll set the same number and I'll say over. For yourself? Yeah. Kane, are you, dude, the wings are not, dude, like, yeah, they're delicious, but they're not, they're, come on, a little meat on them. You're good. I mean, and plus, like, you're there for hours. Hours. That's the key. Hours. You're yeah. eating 10 an hour. I'm there four hours, 10 or 12 an hour. You're right. That's right about the number. Shout out to Matt Beeler. You can check out VIP tickets and a whole lot more now. That's at bkwfestival.com. Hi, Mark. Good morning. Uh, you get to decide. Do you want your sports Jeopardy questions from Will or myself? Big decision here. Uh, I'll take Will. All right. Mark, are you ready to get this W, buddy? You betcha. All right. Here you go. Your 100-point sports Jeopardy question is this. The Denver Nuggets, and in the news, that is your that is your uh, category today. The Denver Nuggets just signed a two-year extension with Contavious Caldwell-Pope. Guard with the Denver Ooh. Nuggets right now. Which SEC school did Contavious Caldwell-Pope star at before joining going to the NBA? Uh, I'm going to guess Auburn. It was not Auburn. It was Georgia. Georgia. Contavious Caldwell-Pope was a really good player at the University of Georgia. 200-point question. Darrell Rivas, it is his birthday today. How many, uh, how many, or what school, what ACC school Ooh. did Darrell Rivas attend? Good he question. was a first-round pick, number 14 pick overall. Darrell Rivas, what school did he attend? North Carolina. It is not North oh. Carolina. Now, you get 100 points for picking up the phone, Mike, or Mark. It was Pitt. That is the school that he went to. He went to Pitt, so... 100 points, you're picking up the phone. You got 100. We've seen this happen 100 times, Mark. So hang on the line. Don't get discouraged. Can I Can I give you an honest answer real quick about something? Yeah. Can I be truthful? I thought Caldwell Pope played at Kentucky as soon as you said his no, name. No, no, no. I totally blanked. He played at Athens. Yeah, he played, played at Georgia. He's actually, my mom lives in Thomaston, Georgia. He's from Thomaston, Georgia. I have no idea why I thought Caldwell Pope was a Kentucky. If you remember him, he would do I like. I do. I just don't know why like I thought he would he was be by his lonesome. And he, he played at Greenville. It's kind of a little town there where, where dad, you know, we used to live growing up uh, when we, we moved for a little while. Uh, but no, he was amazing in Georgia, but he was surrounded by nobody. Uh, hey, Zach, good SEC morning, dude. Player of the Year in 2013. What's up, dude? It's hey, what's up, man? Brother, my, t- my topic today is all things SEC. So if you're an SEC fan, I think you're going to do just fine. You ready for question number one? 
I'm ready. Here comes the reverse Ivans, if you would, please. Just think about it before you answer. That's all I'm going to ask, all right? Think before you answer. Hey, Zach, if you listed all the SEC schools in alphabetical order, Alabama would come first. Who would be second? Arkansas. That a boy? There See, you there you go. We don't need you just to randomly shout Auburn because you see, there you go. Arkansas, that's your 100-point question. Hey, Zach, who does Tennessee play in their first road game of the 22 season this year? Football. They go on the road and they play who? Um, They play Pitt. Wow. At 100 for picking up the phone, he's got 400 points. That was your 200-point question, really? That's exactly what my 200-point question is. No, right. First road game. All right. Wait, what's, wrong, what's wrong with that question? No, 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 it's fine. Gator, what's wrong with that question? He's not paying attention to us. He never does. Yeah, so Dude, I... What's the first road game for Tennessee? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's pathetic, Tyler. Yeah, that is pathetic. That was awful. The first road game for Tennessee this year? Come on, dude. I might not be know. paying attention, but I know that's pathetic. But that's why he's not paying attention. <laughs> yeah. what it's yeah. <laughs> all right, Mark. Uh, Mark, what do you... Okay. Mark, here's the thing. We're all in, Mark. You ready to go all in on this, buddy? Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> Your final sports jeopardy question is this. Today is legendary baseball broadcaster Steve Stone's 74th birthday. Steve Stone. What legendary broadcaster did Steve Stone work with on WGN from 1984 to 2002? And I guess this person was gone before that. 1983 to 2004, I'm sorry. is when he worked on WGN and he partnered with this legendary broadcaster in the 80s and 90s. You know who it is, Mark. Just think. Chicago. Right. Cubs. Right. So if you're watching WGN, the broadcaster that Steve Stone was working with? Oh, Harry Carey. It is Harry Carey. You know who Steve Stone works with now? Who's that? Our favorite broadcaster, Jason Benetti on the oh, White Sox Benetti broadcast. Guy's so good. Jason dude. Benetti's so good. Jason Benetti is very literally the best play-by-play guy in the world. Hey, Zach. Uh, my man, we got we got to do some strategery here. How much do you want to bid? What do you want to do? I need you to walk yourself through your own math here. How many points do I have? You have four hundo, my man. Okay, let's. uh, We're only gonna do a hundred. All right, my man. Again, SEC. With the recent renovations at Neyland Stadium, capacity is gonna drop to one hundred one nine fifteen. What SEC school has the largest capacity at one hundred two seven thirty three? Um. Is it Texas A&M? My man, that's how you sweep it right there. Nicely done, Zach. Give him his winner. That's music. a really good job, Zach. That's a good question. If you'd have flipped your your two hundred in your final, I don't think Eric and I would have crushed you as much. By no, the way, so, not, you, so you think the bone? Wait, wait. That that question was just awful. That should have never been on here. The capacity or the road game? No, the capacity was fine. The road game. I yeah. mean, what? Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. The question was, what's Tennessee's first road game of the season? Correct. Oh, Bro, everybody's got a pocket schedule or there's a schedule in every restaurant in East Tennessee. Come on, also, man. Also, people only know the one non-conference game. Right? <laughs> like, that's yeah, yeah, the, yeah. They play. Who else they play? Bunch of bums. It's okay. It's it's fine. We'll try again tomorrow. It's, bunch, it's of, seven bunch of weeks games from where today. I'm giving my tickets to someone else. I, don't know. Was, I mean, it's bad, but it's fine. We've all, we've all, you know what? We've all I apologize. Bad. If I had to do it all over again, this is what I would have said. Uh, hey, Zach, Tennessee's first road game this year is against Pittsburgh. Name the new stadium name because nobody else can pronounce it. <laughs> That'd be good because Akrasher or whatever. Yeah, Akrasher. That, 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 that would be Kane. great. That would be you know, great. You were in some kind of mood today. 
Your shorts too short. Your legs are too wide. Oh, coleslaw too short. sucks. Uh, we said you're rocking uh, the coleslaw sucks. I never brought up your shorts until Will did. I made fun of you for tanning your legs, and I stand. You were getting water when you came on the air. That's tan. what happens. I if you put bronze lotion or whatever on your legs, I, I put will, tanning lotion on my legs so yeah, I don't walk around looking like Casper, yeah, that, dog. That's on you, brother. That's on you. I I stand by my making fun of that. Can I be honest? Like I used to think it was soft to wear sunscreen. So oh, I'd be no, like, no. men don't wear sunscreen. And I would, so I would not do it. And then finally, the last time we were at the beach, I was just blistered. And I'm like, well. Looking like a cherry tomato. Yeah, he goes yeah, out of the way to eat a salad bar. Like, like, this is why you're an idiot. Men, you yeah, know what I mean? Men Dog. can wear sunscreen. Men should not put tanning lotion on. <laughs> Didn't have many people walk up to me legs. going, dude, that's a nice base you got going on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can we, can, we, can we please get to Mick Gillespie? Yes. Because I don't want to talk about your legs no longer. You, you know what? <laughs> Ten bucks says Mick Gillespie tans. You think he tans? No, I don't think McLeslie oh, tans. Oh, I, I totally believe I don't know McLeslie. Dude, I don't know another dude that tans. Go ahead. Hit the reset. Let's I'm not come ripping back. you on it, though. Give, give us an update. I, I want Gillespie on here. You, I, Dude, I just have a deep, deep dark feeling McGillespie tans. I bet he's I bet he's got a solid base, too. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. In baseball, the Mets topped the Braves 7-3. The Orioles defeated the Cubs 7-1. The Yankees rallied to beat the Reds 7-6 in 10 innings. The Dodgers came from behind to defeat the Cardinals 7-6. And the Blue Jays down the Phillies 8-2. The Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montoyo, despite sitting four games over 500. Toronto's promoting bench coach John Snyder to NR manager. And the Tennessee Smokies picked up two wins over the Biloxi Shuckers on Wednesday, 11-7 and 5-3. We're going to have play-by-play voice of the Tennessee Smokies. Mick Gillespie, join us next here on TSL. It's coming up next. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. All right, 99.1, the sports animal. Your official sun tanning station of the summer. Tyler Ivins, Will West, Caner through the glass, going to the Stanley Fitzgerald and Gates hotline at this time. Familiar voice and old friend. We haven't chatted with him in some time, but we're going to pick up like we never left. It's our boy Mick Gillespie, play-by-play voice of the Tennessee Smokies. Mick, good morning. What's up, dude? Hey, what's up, dude? It's good to talk to you guys this morning. Hey, Mick, I need you to be 100% honest with us because the, we bring you on this program because you're always 100% honest with us. <clears throat> Mick, do you tan? Are you a tanner? Are you somebody who likes to keep a strong base and, throughout the baseball season? No one's accused you of tanning, Mick, Nobody. but I will tell you that uh, Tyler mentioned that he tans, and Eric Kane has taken and, him and, and Mick, behind the woodshed. You're a guy that's on the lake a lot. You run every day. You don't tan. <laughs> that comes natural yeah. to you. Do you have a Do you have a tan right now, Mick? Well, it, I have a great tan, but it's because uh, I own a boat. So like, there you off days, I'm on the water. And so I come back, and everybody's like, look, you're tan, you know? And it's like, man, you're out there. You don't even realize how how burnt you get, you know? Like, if you don't put suntan lotion on. So I have I have um, been in a tanning bed before, but it's been a long time. I just get out on the water and uh, and let Mother Nature take care of it. Hey, Mick, <clears throat> we got ESPN on, it. ESPN on here in the Budweiser Studios. Uh, Smokies, Biloxi Shuckers, top 10 play last night. Unfortunately, it was the Smokies who were on the wrong end of that play. How are things shaping up right now between the Smokies and the, and the uh, Shuckers? And uh, what's been happening thus far? Two no-hitters to boot so far halfway through the season. Yeah, I'll tell you what, the Shuckers, they, they got some good outfielders. I'm sure it was one of the plays. I didn't see it yet, but I'm, I mean, I saw it last night, whichever it was. But I, I'm sure it was a play in the outfield. They've got some guys that can catch. Uh, Smokies are good, man. I mean, like, I don't know how the season's going to finish because the Cubs move guys so much. It's hard to have, like, a consistent roster. But we have some good players. There's a guy that was at LSU named Jake Slaughter, who's at third right now. That's where he played college. He's been amazing. I mean, he's like the 
Cubs minor league player of the month. He's the uh, Southern League player of the month. He's just been a beast. Guy's hitting home run. He looks like Mike Trout, stealing bases. He's a, His dad and his uncle played uh, football in, in college at uh, Louisiana Tech with uh, former uh, Cubs national cross-checker Sam Hughes. And Sam, Sam, before he went to the Yankees, he kept trying to get Jake. He kept drafting him and finally got him. And he looks like a really good player. And then another guy that you got to check out is uh, the first baseman, Matt Mervis. 2020, they had like five rounds. And I kept saying, like, if you have a really good uh, scouting department, you may be able to kill it because you can just go out and sign people. And they signed this guy. He's got more runs batted in than anybody in baseball, even the major leagues. When you combine what he did at South Bend before he got to the Smokies and what he's done with the Smokies, he's, the guy's putting up incredible numbers. He's averaging an RBI a game, and I think he's going to be a major leaguer. And they didn't, they didn't even have to draft him. Uh, but he played at Duke. He's a really good player, the, the first baseman, DH. There's a lot of really good stories with this roster. You know, there's not like the standout Chris Bryant, Kyle Schwarber, Javi Baez type players. But there's a lot of guys you look at and you're like, okay, you're going to be in the major leagues. You're going to be in the major leagues. You're going to be in the major leagues. There's a lot of depth uh, that the Cubs are going to have off of this roster. Mick, you guys have a fantastic event going on Saturday, right? It's uh, just two days from now. Grateful Dead Night at Smokey's yeah. Park, and it's all benefiting a fantastic cause. You mind tell the listeners about that? Well, I'm so glad that you guys let me come on because I begged the Smokies as a deadhead to do this. This is actually the <laughs> second time that we have had a, a Grateful Dead night. We did it in 2015, but this time we're actually working with the dead. Uh, we have specialty jerseys that have the bears on them. They say Smokies. They've got the Steal Your Face logo on the arm. they they got a cool design on the back. They'll be auctioned off to benefit remote area medical, which is a great cause. Um and then we, we went out and uh, I, I said, hey, we got to do this. We got to do like a concert poster, you know, like they do with Dead and Company and all the major concerts. Mm -hmm. And so we did. We, we commissioned an artist. It's got the skeleton. And I designed this thing and gave it to the artist after the Babe Ruth picture where it's his last game at Yankee Stadium. You know, he's leaning on the bat. Right. And you can see Yankee Stadium in the background. We kind of took that idea and – you know, there's a limited quantity of these. They're, they're, they're going to be great, man. Everybody's going to want one in their house. Uh, we've got the Stolen Faces out of Nashville, a Grateful Dead band that's coming in. They're going to play a set before the game. Gates will open at 5.30 this time, and then we'll have a concert going at uh, 5.40, and then after the fireworks, we'll, they're coming back for two more sets. It's going to be a really great Saturday night. And Look, I just saw the weather was going to hold out, so <laughs> I just got to make sure that if you're not a deadhead, you know who we are. Tell other deadheads and get them out there because if it flops, it's going to be my fault. So that's why I'm trying to get out and tell everybody about it. This is a guy who loves the Grateful Dead and he loves Elvis. Have you had a chance quickly, Mick? We got about thirty seconds. Have you seen the new Elvis? <laughs> have, you, have you seen the new Elvis movie yet? And uh, let me can we get a movie review, Cisco Niebuhr, from you? <laughs> I, my wife's the Elvis person, but yeah, I do love Elvis too. Uh, I haven't seen it yet, and I want to see that in Top Gun, man. When you work every day about in baseball, you don't get to do a lot of that stuff. But I did go see Dead and Company at Wrigley Field two weeks ago, uh, so that's why I wasn't on the air. Don't hold it against me, but it was an awesome <laughs> couple of days watching a concert from center field at Wrigley in Chicago. <laughs> Look at you, man. 
We appreciate the time as always, Mick. Again, 286-2300 for tickets to the big event coming up this Saturday. Again, you just heard from Mick there. Deadheads, tell the other deadheads about what's going to be happening. It's going to be Biloxi. It's going to be Tennessee. Smokies and the Shuckers, plus it's going to be a huge night with the Grateful Dead and the Tennessee Smokies on Saturday night. Mick, we appreciate the time. Say hello to the wife and the kid for us, yeah? Well, dude, love the show, guys. I listen to you guys every morning. Uh, thank you, Mick. Really appreciate it, man. Mutual admiration society. We love your work as well. Mick, big on the uh, behind-the-scenes text line. The guy does listen every day, so I, I appreciate that vote. Plus, we, I know he's telling 100% truce. Can I say this real quick? <clears throat> you think Mick was just trying to put me in the place? I think Mick also put some sunscreen on. gets a little extra bronze no, there. No, he, he just didn't. goes outside. I just think that he wants a little extra bronze, also, some glow think to about it. it. Think about it. He sits in the press box, and he has that sun hitting him every single day. Like d- Dude's outside all the time, so. He don't need to. All right, Kaner. Kaner's over here trying to sell me that he gets his natural tan from just going outside of hard work. Jeff County boy just want to cut some grass, want to do a little weedy. Well, I'm not sitting in no tanning bed or putting lotion I on. didn't say I sit in a tanning bed. I said I just sit outside you and run the well. fire pit. The you thing. might as well. You said you you literally, I prop my legs up on the fire pit and put some tanning lotion on my legs. I do. That was said on the what's, show. Not what's, by what's, f- what's, what's wrong with wanting to sweat it out a little bit? Yep. What's wrong with wanting to sweat it out a little bit? Listen, I've had enough of this talk. It's making me uncomfortable. Fine, Let's start bench cut. There Let's get go. to it then. Not only that, but we'll go for three straight. <laughs> Ride with Ivan's play in the next 15 minutes. One of us tans. We look good when we do it. We'll let you guess who it is. 33% of us do it. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. It is what it is. 656-9900. Off-air Zach Wilson jokes. That Off-air be Zach shared. Wilson jokes. <clears throat> I'm gonna steal that, but I'm gonna like fancy steal it. I'm gonna like, you know what I mean? Like, I'm gonna steal that jug. I'll, 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 I'll pretend like I'm not stealing. You it. fancy, huh? I you, when we're going to a, a featured segment or whatever, sometimes if I'm behind, I'll just play bumper music. And I put these in like five years ago, and I remember at the time Tyler was like, "Make them 15 seconds, so I'll shut up, so we get back in segment." And so it really comes back and bites us whenever we're making jokes, and I press it, and I'm like, five seconds, two seconds, shut so, up. So so Zach Wilson <laughs> jokes are not allowed when they come back from a short segment. Darn near kill. No, 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 no. no. Rectum. Oh, well, what? we're back. What? <laughs> That's Darn what the big red button's him. for. We either fire the next segment or you cut us off so we don't have no-no words come across the screen. Uh, Let's get to it. This is Start Bitch Cut. It's happening now here on the starting lineup. That was a pretty good joke, though. Admit it. I want you to steal it. That too. was really, really good. I want yeah, you to steal I'm, it. I'm going to tell it later and not give credit. Yeah, yeah. So. You should. <laughs> no, you just slightly reword it. That's, that's, that's exactly. why I said fancy stealing. It's mine you now. Just slightly reword it. Yeah. Which departing player hurts his former team the most? Rob Gronkowski, Devontae Adams, or Tyreek Hill? Uh, this is pretty straightforward for me. Look, you're talking about Devontae Adams here, which was the go-to target for Aaron Rodgers. Now, <laughs> Rodgers can develop and make a lot more targets and maybe make them better than they have. You know, I'm looking at Odell Beckham potentially going to Green Bay, being a lot better. Julio Jones going to Green Bay, being a lot better. But Devontae Adams is next level good, and you're going to see him take a substantial step back without Aaron Rodgers. I'm going to start Devontae Adams – I'm going to bench Tyree Kill. I'm sorry, Gronk was already he's getting paid to kind of just be that guy on the field, not do much. So I'll cut AJ, Gronk. You should have put AJ Brown in this. That'd been a good one. Uh good yeah. Point. Did, did you see the ESPN ranking of wide receivers? AJ Brown outside the top ten. Really? Yeah. I think that, it was eleven or twelve. That's surprising. But he's getting paid like he's top he's ten. He's getting paid like yeah. he's top ten. I look, I will start Devontae. I will bench Reek. I will cut Gronk. Take Gronkowski out and put AJ Brown in. A.J. Brown, specifically for what the Titans does, brings a lot of value. So I'm going to start Brown in that because of how much play action they run and because that's that's the place where Tannehill can be successful, right? So I would start Brown. I would bench Adams. I would cut Hill. 
I think Nicole Hardman can fill the void for Tyreek Hill. Kill. And that's that's why he would be the cut for me. Will's got the right order for subbing Brown for Brown. I'm still starting Adams no matter what because, I mean, you look around, you ain't got nobody else. I mean, you got Cobb who's – you know, a year away from retiring. You probably. got 48 million reasons for if you're Aaron you Rodgers to sit there and look at it and say, you know what, I got this money to keep me warm at night. Yeah, well, it's I don't good have for receivers. Him. Good for, not good for the team. You, you got a young, a really nice young local prospect, but again, I, I would start Gronk in that. I would still bench Brown and, and cut Hill. Or sorry, I would start Adams, bench Brown, cut Hill. Uh, who finishes second in the, in the American League East? The Red Sox, the Blue Jays, the Rays. I'm going to start the Rays, bench the Red Sox, cut the Blue Jays. Right order. Two for two. We're doing this again. We're doing this again. Let's I mix. am surprised that the order's been on the first two has been the Let, same. Let's mix it up a little bit, yep. boys. Red Sox a little slumping lately. Blue Jays fire their guy, even though they're four games over 500. And I, they're well that team back. in Toronto should be oh. going neck and neck. With, now, granted, the Yankees are playing out of their mind. The, the Jays can't be playing the way they're playing. We, right we made a whole bunch of, like, I mean, maybe it was me. I care. Somebody on this show, I think it might have been me, picked the Blue Jays to go to the World Series. Oh, what me? Yeah, because I mean they that were, they, sounds like a you thing. They, they were getting a lot of love before the season started. That sounds like a you. Do they have the arms? That that'd be my question for the Blue Jays. I don't. I don't. And the answer is I don't, I don't know. But do they have the arms? But I don't do they know, have, do they they have three have, arms? They they should have the best lineup in baseball. They Between Barrios and Rue, Rue got hurt. Barrios hasn't played his. The, the rotations hurt him a lot this year. Yeah. Who gets traded first in the NBA? Kyrie Irving, Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant. All right. So this is going to be a little controversial, Ivans, but I think it's the way it goes. I'm going to start Don. I'm going to bench Durant. I'm going to cut Kyrie, which is weird. But here's the thing. The Nets are virtually like the, the Browns got more back for Baker than what the, the pretty much from an NFL versus NBA standpoint than what the Nets are asking back for Kyrie and they can't get it. Late first round pick will get it done. Wow. That's all they're asking for from the yeah. Lakers is a late first round pick and they'll take on bad contracts. I'm gonna That's start, how bad they want this guy out. I'll start Donovan Mitchell. I, Kyrie or uh, Durant goes before Kyrie does. I know that. So, I agree. So Donovan goes first, then you go Durant, then you cut Kyrie. And that's part of it is apparently they want to see if they how the Durant thing falls before they trade Kyrie. Right. But Don, I mean, look, Danny Ainge, that is, he is wheeling and dealing. So Danny Ainge will get a trade done. Can you imagine if he they get the reported five first-round picks from somebody for Donovan Mitchell, and this guy cops nine first-round picks between two players? And he'll, he'll package seven of them for two good players, yep. and they'll be exactly as good as they are right now, but with, but younger. Yep. I mean, if, if that, and cheaper. If that's going to be the case, can you imagine what Kevin Durant would get? Just the, imagine. The key is make it, making it work with salaries. But here's the thing. Durant's been in the league 16 years, and the guy can't stay healthy. So should his asking price be the Donovan Mitchell yes, asking because price? because he's the best player in the league when when playing. I mean, right? Did you see the Bobby? He's still, he's still at that level. Did you see the 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 Donovan Mitchell yet. Bobby Marks trade thing that was on ESPN yesterday? <laughs> no. And it was pretty much the the Nets get Donovan Mitchell, Mikael Bridges, uh, and Miles Turner. The Suns get Kevin Durant. The Pacers get uh, DeAndre Ayton. The Jazz get Cam Thomas, Ben Simmons, five first-round picks, and three swap rights. My this, this is fantasy goodness. basketball here. I who says no? Because uh, if I was all those teams, I would I would take all of those things. Which means it's not going to happen because yeah. it makes too much sense. Yeah. Favorite lift: bench, squat, or deadlift. I'm going to start bench. Or, 
I'm going to start bench. I'm going to bench deadlift. I'm going to cut squat. I'm going to start deadlift. I'm going to bench bench. I'm going to cut the squat. I have a uh, bench what? I have bench bench. Somebody's about to say a dirty word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I look, I, I, I have not, I'm not the biggest bench press fan these days, but I am a big deadlift guy. Right. I enjoy deadlifting is that is, that is the, if there's one lift that if the Lord came down and said, you can only do one lift the rest of your life, I'm going to say it's the deadlift. It's hilarious. Bench is the most overrated lift there it ever is. is. It and absolutely is. you go is. to the gym every single Monday, every Monday, it's international chest yep. day. We're going to hit up the bench yep. um you, you gotta steer into it at that point because it's funny but yeah Man, you, it um, is the most overrated lift of, you can possibly in terms have. of importance like lifts that are important for you and for your specific train and sport you start the squats you do you, you bench the deadlift you cut the bench yep how often do you lift five days right now i lift every weekend sometimes i uber but then i lift and then it's just <laughs> I was like, where are you going with this Sometimes a taxi, my buddy picks me up. He takes you to Suntan City and everything. That's I got to, I got to get the six though. Like, but the body does not like going five days. That's uh, a little too much belly going on. Dude, what? That was good, man. Good I for think you. I that was solid. That, I you, appreciate you it. almost you. made up for the tanning uh, three inch shorts. That's comment. enough out of that you. That was really good. I'm proud of you. But then I remember I'm not a best wide receiver, <laughs> best wide receiver in the NFL. Devontae Adams, Cooper Cup, Jamar Chase. Those are the top three on ESPN's list. Ah, man, Jamar Chase is getting on this list that quickly. LSU matches grinning. Oh, uh, LSU matches. Here's, here's the thing. Jamar Chase is down. He's Twitter's cut. down, so we, we can't. We don't have to hear from we him. We don't have to hear from him. But even better. I'm going to start Cup. I'm going to bench Adams. I'm, I was, bench Adams. I'm going to cut Chase. You guys. I'll just tell you who's going to. Who do I think has the best year? I know who it's going to be. Jamar Chase. Start Chase, Chase. bench cup, yeah. cup, cut Adams. Adams. But as far as what they've done so far, it is the order that like, Tyler laid it out. For as big for as big of a I got to see it to believe it guy, like I saw Cup do it. I like Cup. I'm not ready to say he's the best NFL. But he's the best receiver in the NFL. I'm just not. Ah, dude, I'm I just, just not. Super Bowl remember, MVP and Offensive Player of the Year. I'm just I don't not. remember anybody doing that, winning a Triple Crown in receiving in my just life. I watched him at like, Eastern Washington, and I thought, this guy has something, but I don't know if he's going to be Offensive Player of the as Year. As would say. If we're, if we're picking a recess for kickball, I'm taking Adams every time over Cup. That's just me, though. I mean, but again, you got to you got to factor in quarterbacks and all that. And I don't think I don't think Carr's a bad quarterback. I but he ain't Rodgers. I just have watched this a lot of times yeah. over the years where they go to a new team and they do jack and poop. So <laughs> in that order, uh, I would start Adams. I would bench Cup. I would cut Chase. Uh, which former Vol has the uh, has the most successful Major League Baseball career? Of course, okay. the draft coming up this weekend. Jordan Beck, Drew Gilbert, Blade Tidwell. I'm going to start Beck. I'm going to bench Blade Tidwell. I'm going to cut Drew Gilbert. I'm going to start Blake Tidwell. I'm going to bench Jordan Beck. I'm going to cut Blake Gil- uh, Drew Gilbert. You know, it's funny. Someone asked me this question the other night, and um, I answered it like starts Beck, bench Tidwell, cut Beck. Or excuse me, start Beck. Bench did well and cut Gilbert. So I was like, are you kidding me? You're going to cut Gilbert? And I'm just like, man, all that dude that does is hit. He just hits, hits, hits. He had 370 in the SEC this year. Yeah. Just hits, but like. My, my concern with Beck's the, the I, I really have concerns with Beck about the batting average. And I, and I didn't pay attention to what the SEC batting average was until you brought it up, and Eric. And then I Googled it and was like, oh. Yeah. But like. Because ben- anybody good is batting 300 and he's batting you know, the high 280s. You know what I mean? Yeah. In the SEC. And that doesn't mean he's not going to be a really good player. I just have concerns. I think all around baseball player, just Beck is, Beck can do everything. He can do everything. You know? That's the key is he's five. But, you meant at least five tool. That's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah, I mean, he really is. But he's not a pitcher. And Blade Tidwell, especially if he can work on his secondary pitches, uh, I, I think Tidwell can be dominant. And Gilbert can hit. I mean, this is a hard question. Hey, Will West. <clears throat> 
You want to say what's up to Jeremy over at Blue Water Climate Control? Look, we hope you don't deal with HVAC issues or air conditioning issues this summer. But if you do, call Knoxville's highest rated HVAC company, Blue Water Climate Control, family owned and operated veteran run business. That's Blue Water Climate Control, bluewaterclimatecontrol.com. Boys and girls, we're going streaking next. We're going for three straight, playing off yesterday's Seattle Washington Day game. I got to play for you today. Psst, it's a bright and early one. Just like yesterday, you're going to have money in your pocket right after lunchtime. 99.1, you're listening to the Sports Animal. Baseball scores. The Mets topped the Braves 7-3. The Orioles defeated the Cubs 7-1. The Yankees rallied to beat the Reds 7-6 in 10 innings. The Dodgers came from behind to defeat the Cardinals 7-6. Blue Jays down the Phillies 8-2. The Blue Jays have fired manager Charlie Montorio. Despite sitting four games over 500, they promoted John Snyder to interim manager from bench coach. Seattle, Seattle Mariners rookie Julio Rodriguez and Cleveland Guardian slugger Jose Ramirez uh, have announced they are entering the All-Star Home Run Derby. They'll join a group of Acuna Jr., Soto, Pujols, Schwarber, and Alonzo. And the Tennessee Smokies picked up two wins over the Biloxi Shuckers on Wednesday, 11-7 and 5-3. It's 8.45. We'll have Ryan with Ivans coming up next here on TSL. Good morning. I'm Eric Kane. Tyler Ivans, Will West, welcome you back. Final segment. Starting lineup for your Thursday, July 14th. You're riding with the Ivan's play. Being brought to you by our friends over at American Outdoor Equipment, 245-5213. That is in Rockwood. You can give Tyler O'Brien a call. Let him know Tyler Ivan sent him in your direction, and you're heading up there to find out why they are known as East Tennessee's Branson Dealers, the official Branson dealer. They have a wide selection of Branson tractors suitable for any need, situation, or terrain. Look, man, you want to keep it local. Look, you, you want to be able to do it with a family that you know is going to make you priority number one. They service all the counties around us from Blunt, Anderson, Severe, and so much more. That's American Outdoor Equipment helping us go for three straight today. Locals only. <clears throat> You're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yesterday, Seattle-Washington was the early game. No, no, not Seattle-Washington. It was the Mariners and the Nationals. Ten Indy straight. State. Seattle's won ten straight. Baltimore has. Baltimore. I thought Seattle had two. I thought I read Seattle, that this morning. Seattle had. Wait, they had because they had won nine straight. Yeah. Now they've won 12 of their last 13. Yeah. So you're absolutely right. <clears throat> Let's go with the early game today again. I feel like that we've been hitting early games, so we need to stay with the early game. That's going to be a showdown between the Pittsburgh Pirates and the Miami Marlins. Hey, don't look now, but the Bucks have won four straight games, and the Marlins look like they're in a tailspin right now. But things are going to get a little changed up here today with Braxton Garrett on the hill. Braxton Garrett, not too shabby his last couple of starts. He's kept Miami in the game, but the bullpen has faltered. Today, I like the Miami Marlins on the money line at minus 165. Not only are they a decent little favorite at home, but they are well over 10 games over 500 when it comes to them being favorites. I know what you guys are saying. One and two this year against the Pirates. Things have got to change. I expected to change today. Not only the fact that Braxton Garrett's on the hill, but I'm not a big fan of what Zach Thompson's been bringing to the table for the Buckos as well. Simple, stupid. You're going to be taking Braxton Garrett and the Marlins. Minus 165 today on the money line. Go fish, go. Thursday, July 14th play. It is the Miami Marlins on the money line. Low-key, this has been a really good baseball season so far. And I'm not like every night baseball guy like Eric Kane. So, no, it's been great. I mean, you, so you've had uh, a number of different stories like the Orioles right now. The streaks. That's Incredible. what's done it. The streak the Braves went on. The streak the Orioles and Mariners are on right now. Yeah. The losing streak that the Reds were on to start the season. The losing streak the Angels were on. And if you look at just about every division outside the AL West, and AL West isn't that close to either, but... Like there, there's a team that there's a team that's dominating, a team that's right there knocking on the door, yeah. and then one that's waiting in the weeds, kind of right behind him. Uh, speaking of baseball being quietly good, 
Have you been keeping an eye on who they've been adding to the MLB Home Run Derby field? I have not. Obviously, I haven't uh, as much as I Dude, should. Dude, stop beating yes. yourself up. Okay, Jose Ramirez from <laughs> the Guardians joined. name, but seven names. My goodness. The field is Ramirez, Alonso, Acuna, Soto, Schwarber. You know who he can't wait to see? Dude, he is amped to see Albert Pujols in the Home Run Derby. <laughs> no, I'm really amped to see Schwarber. I, I, th- I think Schwarber's going to match. I, I agree. Hey, it, I, and here's the thing with baseball. They figured out, they got rid of the juice ball, and it took a little while for to transition, right, yep. for people to figure it out, but it's been a better product. You don't need to do, ju- this is what the NFL's always learned and all the other leagues are behind. You don't need to do a bunch of stupid stuff to manufacture things, right? Set your rules up where you get some offense right. and they work, and then from there, just play the game. I think the only way this field could get better, Tyler, is if... Obviously, like a Judge, Trout, Otani, but I mean, One all those guys. Yeah, Judge is the guy. Judge needs to be there. I mean, he's too busy hitting little tiny pop-ups out the right field wall in Yankee Stadium. Yeah, the home runs that go 370. Tyler and I were like, literally, that's a home run in one stadium. One stadium there it only. Astros, Astros got a World Series, but he went that and cheating. So, <laughs> you're not wrong. I can do that again because LSU Matt's not uh and, not and, able to tweet at me. And, and, the, and the juice balls and the trash cans and all that, right? Hey, you guys want to do this all over again tomorrow, but before we do it, we're going to be out at Turkey Creek for the big ticket giveaway later tonight, Will West. Get your sleeps in, get your naps in, get your snoozes in. Big ticket giveaway this afternoon, Turkey Creek. We're excited. Can't wait to run into uh, Diane on Twitter. She says she's actually going to measure the pants and make sure that they're seven-inch enzymes. We'll do all that and more. Our friends at Mayfield's going to be there handing out free ice cream. Yeah. Body armor samples. Dude, somebody's going to walk away season tickets with the Tennessee Volunteers this season? It's nuts. EA and Brian are next. 99.1. You're listening to The Sports Animal. Go out there. Enjoy this gorgeous Thursday. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Title Transference aired October 27, 2004. Director James Marshall, writers Todd Slavkin, Darren Swimmer. I really like this episode, and I'm surprised that you don't like it as much as you thought you did. I actually respect your opinion more than I respect my own in general. (laughs) (laughs) When you say things are good and I check them out, they are. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.